Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So maybe you've seen this headline this week. Category 6, climate-boosted hurricanes push scientists to rethink classification. A study from the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences suggested adding a Category 6 for storms with winds over 192 miles per hour. See, right now, Category 5s are up to 157 miles per hour and more. The National Hurricane Center says a defining characteristic of a Cat 5 is, quote, most of the area will be uninhabitable for weeks or months. So, so what are you saying here? Are you saying a Category 6 is going to be worse than that, worse than total destruction? You might think this sounds terrifying, a whole new category of storms to worry about, but, but not exactly. In fact, only five storms in recorded history ever met this standard. And this proposed change isn't even happening anytime soon. To be honest, I, I think scales are, are something we've done in the past and they just haven't worked as effectively as we would hope. So we're not looking at any changes to the scale at this particular time. We're instead focused on communicating the risk and hazards that come with these particular storms. So let's let's talk about that. In fact, one of our WRO meteorologists is going to give their take on it in just a moment. But first, let's go a bit beyond the headline into this study, into history and into what meteorologists are talking about here. Let's go in depth. And let's start with this study that everybody's talking about. What's, what is exactly the goal here? What are these scientists hoping to gain by adding a sixth hurricane category? They say, well, they say the current one just isn't good enough. Quote, the open-endedness of the scale can lead to underestimation of risk. Global warming increases the likelihood that other storms reach such intense wind speeds. And it's true. Storms are getting stronger and faster within the last 40 years. Just this past hurricane season, Hurricane Idalia went from tropical storm to a Cat 4 in just three days, making landfall as a Cat 3. Between 1980 and 2021, 197 storms reached Category 5 wind speeds. That's a 42-year range, and half of those storms happened in just the last 17 years. Five of those storms would have qualified for this new made-up Category 6 spot. None of them hit the United States, we should say. One did hit Mexico. In 2015, Hurricane Patricia reached 215-mile-per-hour winds out in the ocean. By the time it made landfall, in the video you're seeing here, it was at Category 4 with 150-mile-per-hour winds. But here's the deal. Wind speeds, well, they don't really tell the whole story. The scientists in the study admit as much. Of the tropical storm-related deaths in the United States, 49% were caused by storm surge, not wind. Heavy rain accounted for 27%, and wind was directly responsible for 8% of deaths. Now, despite this, these hurricane categories that we hear so much about actually only take wind into account. It wasn't always this way, though. The measure of hurricane categories, known as the Saffir-Simpson scale, started in the early 1970s. You see, back then, the scale did take other factors into account, like central pressure and storm surge. 
That changed in 2010. You see, predicting storm surge is frankly extremely difficult. Sea level height can drastically affect this, and every coastline is different. You know, one place could get six feet, another could get 11, and all from the same storm. And if that doesn't sound like a big disparity, well, consider this. This is six feet, just about my height. And this is 11 feet. Now, if you heard six feet on the news and you ended up with 11, that's a pretty big deal. That's why meteorologists use a set of other tools like the slosh model. Yes, that is the actual name. It started in the 90s using data to predict storm surge. In 2009, storm surge watches and warnings became a thing. In 2016, the NHC got a new tool, the potential storm surge flooding map, which they still use today. And none of this is considered when determining the category strength of a storm. Now, as I mentioned, we would get a WRAL meteorologist to comment on this. Uh, Kat Campbell joining us now. Kat, hopefully we're on the right track with this segment. But it certainly seems like there are a whole lot of components to consider, aside from just the category when it comes to wind speed. Absolutely, Dan. And, you know, it's an interesting conversation to start, but the greater and the more pressing issue is certainly the lack of storm surge and flooding being considered when you decide the category of a hurricane in the first place. And if we're talking climate change in the warmer climate, hurricanes aren't just getting stronger, but they're slowing down. And when they slow down, they dump more heavy rain. Flooding becomes an even bigger concern. And water is the deadliest part of a hurricane, like you mentioned. So we need to prioritize the messaging here instead of just focusing on the wind speeds and this category six issue. You know, a lot of people listen to that number. That's that's mm -hmm. the one they pay attention to when something's headed toward the coast. Do you think do you think we need this category six definition? Well, you know, would you respond differently if I said a category five is headed your way versus a category six? Probably not. Either way, you're concerned. And I don't think that we're going to need this category six in the near future. And I don't think if you're watching right now that this is something you need to be panicked about. So let's put it this way. Of the five hurricanes that would have reached the hypothetical Category 6 status, none of them were in the Atlantic Basin. Only one was in the Eastern Pacific, and it was only a Category 6, theoretically, over water. The majority of these are typhoons in other parts of the world. And other parts of the world with typhoons, they don't even use our Category 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. So what's the point of adding a Category 6 for only one hurricane in history that would have met this? I don't think it's a concern as of right now, but it could be in the future. More. Is this something that could happen? Could we start uh, seeing Category 6 part of the typical storm cycle? No, I don't think yeah. that this is going to happen anytime soon. And NOAA's deputy director backed that up. It's a go government agency. It takes a lot of time for there to be change. It's worth revisiting this in the future, but not a priority right now for the Kat, organization. You bet. Kat, thank you so much for clearing this up. That's why we bring in the experts. And I'll leave you with this. Just like Kat said, this isn't all about the category. It's more about the impact. Category one, two, and three hurricanes can still be catastrophic. Of course, many of you remember Hurricane Fran, a Cat 3 that made landfall in Cape Fear in 1996. 27 people died in that storm. It caused $5 billion in damage. And then there's Hurricane Florence in 2018. That made landfall at Riceville Beach. That was a category one and killed 54 people along with another $24 billion in damage. Storms, yes, with faster winds can be more deadly, but bigger, slower storms can be too. Either way, you shouldn't be concerned necessarily with that number, whether it's a category one, two, five, six, 100. The real concern is just the word hurricane. When you hear that, being prepared, taking action, listening to our local meteorologists like Kat can make all of the difference. Let me know what you think about this story. 
How about climate change and its impact on our weather? Tell us what you're thinking about some of these crazy studies you see out there nowadays when it comes to our weather and how we should be responding. Become part of the conversation. Email me at dan at wral.com and we'll go in depth. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.